What a great pleasure it is to welcome to What's Next, Sasha Sauer, who is the head of Audi South Africa. Um, and I'm, I'm super excited to be talking to you today, Sasha, because um, I've, I've been uh, at one of your global events um, and I've just recently driven one of your electric cars. And I love your brand. I'm in love with your brand. I'm in love with the quality of the cars that are coming out. And I'm so passionate about electric vehicles. So I'm super excited to be talking to you. Welcome to What's Next, Sasha. How are you doing? Yeah, thank you very much, uh, Aki. First of all, thanks for having me. Uh, it's my pleasure. Uh, and you see, we've got a wonderful day uh, in the background. You see the sky. Uh, I've got a lot of sun up here. And uh, I realize already with your introduction, we share a lot of uh, the passion for electric cars and for this fantastic brand and for cars in general, most likely. Well, so absolutely. Thanks for having me. Uh, it's really my pleasure. Listen, I'm looking so forward to chatting to you, but you've actually been at Audi for a long time. I mean, you've been with Audi for 25 years, I understand. And uh, I know Audi is one of these uh, organizations in the automotive sector. You're a big car company, you're part of a big group, and you guys have constantly been innovating. And I know that electric was on the radar even 25 years ago when you first started at Audi. How 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 are you using this experience to improve at Audi South Africa? Because you've seen so much change at Audi. Uh, just tell us about how your experience has been so far and what you're bringing to the whole ecosystem here in South Africa. Yeah, uh, you're, you're right. Uh, I'm with this fantastic brand for almost, uh, well, I'm in my 26th year now, so I've uh, completed 25 years. You're very right about that. And I've been in various uh, functions and in different roles over the past couple of years, obviously. I've worked abroad, I've worked in China. Uh, I worked always internationally with an international background, which really suits me well. Uh, and I've worked for a variety of different markets and with different uh, markets over the couple of years in this company. Uh, and among them, there were you know, very developed countries, uh, very mature countries and uh, economies, and there were emerging markets and, and uh, developing countries, uh, the like. Uh, and uh, I also spent some time in China, working in China with uh, Audi. And uh, I really don't like to compare countries with each other because I think that every country is very different from each other. But there are certain you know, learnings to be taken uh, uh, also from working with other companies, with other countries and uh, with different, in different environments and economies, obviously. Mm, mm. What I can say is that definitely electric cars are at the forefront uh, in many countries already, as you may well uh, be aware of. And um, I think we want to we wanna, uh, try and educate uh, the South African customers in the same way and to achieve a similar trend in South Africa with uh, electric cars and making them more popular, better understood, of course, and to set the scene for the future and prepare us for the future and hopefully for a better future. Wow, it's exciting and it's so interesting in South Africa. You know, I've been speaking to a lot of friends of mine who've got Audis and have had Audis for many decades. You have a very loyal following and and, and you, you're actually drawing new customers as well. And, and I've got to tell you, I just recently... Uh, drove one of your e-trons and <laughs> I'm still I still close my eyes and 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 I dream about this experience and I'm not saying it to you because I'm just talking to you now but I've driven EVs from the Nissan Leaf I've driven various Teslas I've driven uh, you know BMWs I mean I've driven many different brands um, and and th this one just blew me away and it just goes to show you how mature this market is becoming because 
from a car and everything around the vehicle and the range anxiety and the comfort and everything, Audi, I believe, have got it right with the e-tron. And this is one of the major global trends in motoring today, right, is e-mobility. And this is so interesting to see that Audi is driving this trend in South Africa. And, uh, and you've been talking a lot about it, but now it's finally happening here. And, and do you believe that now is the right time for South Africa to embrace an electric motoring future? Are we ready for this, Sasha? Yeah, I think uh, this is a, a question I would like to answer probably twofold. Uh, first of all, we think it's the right time uh, for South Africa and for us as a business, for us as a company, to introduce electric cars also to South Africa. And I, I believe and I strongly believe that um, we should not withhold any modern technology from a South African market. I mean, why should we, why should we uh, uh, you know, uh, not bring to the market the latest and greatest technology at any given time? So, I mean, if you consider the, 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 the greater scheme of things here, then uh, it becomes very clear that now is really the right time and that uh, the first steps have to be taken. If we look at it on, a, on a, a very high level, we know that South Africa is one of the countries who has signed off on the Paris Climate Agreement, for example. So it is very clear that the, that the government here need to take actions as well. But we cannot only rely on a government to take actions. So also each and every individual and each and every company needs to take action actually in, in their required and um, their uh, relevant uh, area of responsibility, I shall say. Mm, mm. So when it comes to that, it was the right time launching EV cars, actually a whole range, a whole fleet of EV cars at the beginning of this year. On the 22nd of February 2022, we launched the EV future for uh, Audi here in the, com in the country. And uh, I mean, by doing so, we really emphasized the commitment and also we thought a lot about how to how can we demonstrate that commitment to the South African customer and to make sure that it is felt like an honest uh, approach to this market here and not like a me too exercise to say yeah it is just on book nowadays mm -hmm. to have an EV offering in your portfolio and here it is and we've got that tick box and it's fine but when we came to the market and that's why we felt it was the right time because the products were available for us and we wanted to make a big statement so when we launched the cars we launched a whole range and a whole fleet and immediately a whole portfolio of cars all the way up to yeah, super sports cars almost when we're talking about an e-tron GT RS. So we, we, we give the, the, the consumers hopefully right at the beginning already the confidence that this is a long-term commitment, that this is a serious engagement. And I may mention also that we put a lot of money already behind the entire business also together with some partners like Crit Cars in developing, like you rightly mentioned, the charging infrastructure, for example, because we know that the majority of uh, resistance uh, resides around range anxiety of customers along with probably the charging required at home. Home charging is an issue. Yeah. And the public charging network uh, in general, you know, yes. how many charges are available, how fast are they, where are they located, etc. So we felt that it was the right time because the charging network had developed. We had the right product portfolio available to make a big, bold and very committed statement into the country. And um, to be honest, also looking ahead, and that's why I mentioned the Paris Climate Agreement, it is a journey and that journey has to start sometime and it needs to be started by someone and someone needs to take that responsibility and pioneer the whole process. So we felt that we could do a lot in this direction. Mm -hmm. 
And uh, we felt that it was appropriate also because by 2026 onwards, Audi as a global OEM will only launch electric cars going forward. Wow. So any new car launch from 2026 onwards, yeah, will only be electric. So that means we are in 2022, meanwhile, by the end of 2022 almost, there isn't much time uh, in our business at least yes. to prepare for a major transformation in our business. So we felt we better take that opportunity now. We've got the product. The infrastructure is coming up right now. We are developing in a very fast pace in this direction. There's a political uh, environment which is going to be favorable in the future. We're quite confident about that, given the fact that you know this government has also signed the Paris Climate Agreement and committed itself to the targets. So that is uh, hopefully a good explanation around why we felt it was right and why we believe that um, it is going to be the future, even here in South Africa. And I know there are a lot of obstacles and challenges. You see, what, I, what I'm so encouraged about is that you're not a company that's bought in one vehicle and you're testing the market to see what's going to happen. You've invested this. This is, this is the future. And you've demonstrated the future. It's not one car. It's a whole range of vehicles. And, and, and um, you know, Winston Jordan, the CEO of Grid Cars, who I know so well, him and I have been talking about electric cars for a very, very long time. And, you know, the infrastructure is there right now. And I know as South Africans, we, you know, we have our own challenges. Let's be honest, when you talk about electric cars, people say, you know, we don't have electricity. How are you going to charge your car? But that's actually a, a mind shift. You know, we've got to shift our minds when it comes to electric vehicles. You can't use those kind of examples. And I'd like to talk to you about what, what you're doing in South Africa to change these attitudes about electric vehicles. And, you know, the misconception that South Africa is not ready to support electric vehicles, because I don't buy that. And whoever I have the argument with about electric cars, I counter every single argument. And, 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 and you know, this is the one that Winston told, taught me about. He says, if you've got a cell phone, your battery doesn't go down to zero every day. You go home, you plug in your cell phone, it charges. And, and, and I know that's a very general statement to make, but that's very similar to what electric cars are like, right? And the whole notion about range anxiety, you know, I say audit how many kilometers you drive every day and look at the range of your vehicle. You're never going to be caught on the road mm. with no energy because just there are so many charge points around. So I'd love to hear your thoughts and, and how you counter those arguments with South Africans, all these kinds of misconceptions. Mm. Yeah, I think yeah, you, you, you're very passionate and very excited about it, uh, quite obviously. Uh, but I, I, can only, I can only support you on your, on your observations. I think there is a lot of misconception around uh, EV cars in this, in this country and probably has been in many other countries as well before, to be quite honest also. I mean, even in Germany, you know, many people have still misconceptions, uh, you know, uh, about EV cars. So it's not a, a phenomenon specific to South Africa. That's something we have to work on as an industry every time and all, all the time in all countries. But specifically in South Africa, I think there are a, a number of facts and figures which we need to put on the table in order to have a more qualified uh, uh, discussion probably. Uh, I don't think that uh, range anxiety is an issue generally and should be uh, for the very reason which you just indicated already. The cars, the modern cars, 
already have a range of anything between 400 and 500 kilometers, uh, let's face it, right? So we, we know from experience and from research that the average commuting distance in, in South Africa is somewhere in the range of 50 kilometers a day. Thank you. Uh, so you, you, you would only have to charge the car once a week, let's face it, from then almost zero up to 100 again, and you're good to go for another week. But like you said, and like yeah, the, the gentleman from Gridcast quoted already, you're gonna change your attitude and your uh, your usage pattern uh, because the car will be plugged in once you come home, like you plug in your phone, like you plug in your your laptop computer. You will never allow your laptop computer to 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 run completely empty, right? It's not gonna die to zero immediately, and also the phone will never die to zero typically. So you always will charge the car at home, which is quite convenient because you don't have to see a petrol station anymore. You don't have to go at, 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 at the darkest night to a petrol station to fill up in order to get home or whatever. So I think uh, when you wake up in the morning, it will be always full. You know, you basically leave home always with a range of 350, 450, whatever may be the case. Uh, and that is definitely enough to cater for quite a while, typically, unless you're telling me you're driving 300, 400 kilometers every day, yeah, then I would say that's something uh, probably would provoke a different consideration. Yes. But the majority of people do not drive that much. So, and to support that, we have invested a lot of money together with our partner Critcars and together with Winston in um, expanding the existing public charging network. And in fact, we were the first company to install the fastest chargers yet available in the country with 150 kilowatt DC charging power. Uh, and they are, as I said, the fastest uh, chargers in the country. So there's even modern technology available in the country uh, and up-to-date technology as we speak. And we've installed nine fast and super fast chargers and another 24 AC chargers at various destinations where customers typically spend anyway anything between an hour and three hours. May it be a shopping center, may it be a fitness center, may it be a, a golf and country club. So that has uh, uh, expanded the network currently to something in the range of 350 to 400 public charges being available as we speak in the country already. And if I may, I can also indicate already that we are working on a second wave of investment uh, to install another, let's say, uh, 40 charges in the country. Wow. So it's going to expand quite rapidly now. No, that's amazing. And uh, those yeah. those high-speed charges are amazing. And I, w I was at one of your dealerships. I went there. I had a cup of coffee, caught up on my emails. 45 minutes later, my e-tron was charged to over 70% capacity. I mean, that, that, those high-speed charges, and you're quite right, you know, it's just going to grow with the infrastructure. And you've got these all over the place. I did not struggle to find a charge point wherever I went. Um, I'm interested to know in the electric yeah. vehicles that you currently offer in South Africa. And as we said earlier, it's not just one vehicle you're bringing in. It's a range. You've put your money where your mouth is and you've committed. Audi South Africa says, we're here. We're putting our stamp where it comes to EV. Tell us about the uh, the new fleet lineup and uh, the EVs and what we can, what else we can expect to come. And what therapy can you provide me for the e-tron that I cannot get out of my head, please? Yeah, I, I know you were driving an e-tron. Which, which model actually were you driving specifically? Uh, it it was, um, the, there's two. The, it's the, 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 high, the, the, the top of the range one it, that looked like a spaceship inside uh, that gave me the most exhilarating. Yeah, I, I tell you, I, I still um, close my eyes and imagine that, uh, that pull-off. It's extraordinary. 
Yeah, so yeah, I mean, when it comes to the current offering, I think uh, it's the e-tron SUV uh, in terms of the body style. We've got an e-tron Sportback, which is more of a crossover uh, body style uh, with a coupe-like uh, 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 roofline, which uh, is a little bit more on the sportier side. And we've got different drivetrains, different batteries, different power output, obviously. We, we start with 300 kilowatts of power. That's where we currently start with our offering. And it goes all the way up to the e-tron GT. And the pinnacle of our offering at the moment is the e-tron GT RS, uh, which is really an exciting uh, piece of technology and of design. So that is what we have on offer today. And um, at the beginning of the year when we launched uh, the e-tron uh, fleet and the e-tron portfolio, we promised also, and I personally promised in some interviews also, that we're going to launch a new, at least a new model every year wow. uh, into the market going forward. And I would like to stick to that uh, uh, promise and, and commit myself to also doing so. Uh, as I said, uh, we're here to, to last and we're not uh, here to, to, to go away soon. Uh, so we're going to make that a success uh, because we have to also, to be also very frank and honest about it, uh, our business is selling cars and the future is going to be electric and it doesn't matter whether I like electric cars or not, uh, which fortunately uh, I do, but um, it is the future of our business, mm. it's the future of our organization and it's the future of our partners, our dealer retail partners who have invested massively into the brand and also massively into this technology now. You were just referring to one of the dealers who have invested into charging points, into very uh, uh, expensive piece of technology in terms of a, a, a 50 kilowatt or 75 kilowatt chargers, yeah, which 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 still are quite costly. Yes, yeah? yes. So, I mean... So, uh, we're going to see more exciting models. That's what I can promise you. And uh, wait for early next year and you're going to see another new model. No, fantastic, fantastic. Uh, 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 also, you know, you did touch on on earlier on the on the cost of EVs and yes they're not cheap but uh, you did mention that you're very hopeful of you know what's going to happen with uh, you know import duties and that sort of things and I know that there's a there's a paper out there and government is looking at it and I think as soon as that changes as well that, that's going to be a massive breakthrough because we're going to see EV prices drop and we're going to just see a lot of changes coming into the market right yeah, I, I believe your, your observation is absolutely correct. That's what we expect too. We know, of course, uh, that um, there are ongoing discussions uh, with uh, and, and via various industry bodies. NAMSA is just one of them with uh, the, the Ministry of uh, uh, Transport and Industry with Minister Patel in person uh, to find ways how uh, the current uh, um, uh, system could be further improved in order to give uh, the EV cars a little bit more and the hybrid plug-in cars probably a little bit more of uh, a favorable uh, a price point in the market. Yeah. As we speak, uh, the government is actually uh, putting a, a, a prohibitive system in place because we're paying 25% of duty right. uh, on EV cars instead of 18% on normal ice combustion engine cars. So that's quite of a difference already. So it is different uh, from other countries also who are doing the opposite, who are incentivizing EV cars in, in order to help transition and transform uh, the industry and help the a sustainable uh, uh, mobility into the future. Yeah, but it must be so exciting. And the, 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 I know you're going to answer this next question because you are biased because you, you know, you've got uh, Audi running through your blood, right? Uh, but 
you know, the heritage of Audi and the VW Group and, uh, you know, uh, Porsche now listed as a separate company. But you all share a lot of similar technologies. And I've driven the Porsche Taycan, for example. But there was something different about this Audi electric vehicle and the other competitors that I've driven. What, what in your mind sets Audi's electric vehicles apart? Uh, for me, the, the, the quality of the finishes and the, 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 the user interface in the car, you know, when you want to switch off and you want to uh, access different parts of it, for me, the user interface was wow. And the drive was wow. But in your eyes, what, what sets Audi apart? Yeah, you're right. I'm a little bit biased, I must admit that. But um, yeah, it's hard to describe uh, emotions and feelings at time. I think you would have to discover and experience what you have experienced uh, apparently recently in a very positive way. Uh, but I would say, uh, first and foremost, for me, uh, I'm a very visual person. Uh, uh, I really like the design and I, I like how our designers find solutions to exterior design as well as interior design, the ergonomics, everything is just fitting right, like a hand cloth. You just put it on and it just mm. fits you right. It, everything is at a place where it's supposed to be. Uh, the ergonomics are just right uh, and the performance and the build quality is just stunning. And I think we're still benchmarking the industry when it comes to build quality uh, since a couple of years meanwhile. So it is for me very much uh, the, 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 the whole operation and the whole experience of operating a car. Uh, the interface you were just referring to is meanwhile really, really uh, uh, an excellent operating system. Uh, it is fun to operate. It is highly digitalized. It is highly connected. It's very modern. It's the latest and greatest in terms of technology. Obviously, that technology is also evolving fast, so we need to really keep track uh, continuously in, in making sure that we continuously offer the latest and greatest and keep up with the, the latest developments in, in the electronics uh, uh, industry as well. But I would really say it is a fantastic piece of design. It's an engineering marvel, really. Mm. Um, and uh, of course, uh, what also uh, I like very much is the driving performance. And that is hard to describe, obviously. I mean, with an EV car and this instantaneous uh, develop uh, or delivery of power and performance and the torque, uh, it is hard to describe uh, to someone who's never felt that before. I describe myself uh, to be a real petrol head, but nevertheless, I'm absolutely excited and fascinated by the way an EV cars, an EV car performs and delivers its performance. Actually, yeah, no, it's, because it's so instantaneous. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, it's extraordinary, and it's uh, you know you talk about the ergonomics, and it's extraordinary for me how many people look at the car. You drive past them, and they hear the silence, and they look at that acceleration and say, wow, you know, but you talk about ergonomics um, and I'm quite a big guy. I'm six foot two and uh, I, I felt very comfortable in the car. And uh, the, the ergonomics for me are important in a car because I want to have the room above my head. I want to feel spacious. And of course, there's so much space available in the boot, depending on the, the car that you've got. But Audi's really applied a lot of thought to the ergonomics when it comes to these kind of things. And, I, and, I, and for me, what's, what's fascinating, and I, and I love and appreciate because I come from a technology background and I love innovation, um, it must be so exciting to watch the innovations that we haven't seen yet, that you probably hear about at Audi and the work that's been done on electric vehicles, because we're just seeing, you know, the beginning of this incredible revolution that's happening around us. There must be some very exciting concept cars that are coming our way and different innovations that are coming to electric vehicles, Sasha. 
Yeah, you're, you're very right. You're well informed, uh, I must say. Uh, um, when it comes to uh, future design and future ergonomics and future layout of cars and possibilities which, which might exist in the interior of a car, uh, considering that, you know, electronics and autonomous driving is the next big pillar and the next big thing to come uh, apart from digitalization today and electric cars itself. So there's another big uh, thing and another big trend uh, which is autonomous driving. Now, if cars are driving autonomously, you, you, you can think immediately about why would you need a steering wheel? Mm. What happens with your pedals? What happens with the entire interior? What's going to happen with the driver, if I may call him still a, a, a driver, in the car and its passengers? What, what possibilities do they, do they have suddenly? Uh, how do they uh, entertain themselves while the car is driving? Uh, how, how do they spend time in the car? Do they relax? Do they work? probably. Uh, do they watch a movie? Can they watch a movie? Is that possible? And when it comes to design, uh, I think Audi has uh, since uh, end of uh, 2021 actually released a couple of design studies. You might be aware of them, yes. uh, like the Sky Seer, the Crank Seer and the Urban Seer. Uh, and they have recently uh, also uh, announced uh, a fourth one, which will be released early next year. Uh, and if you look at the design of those cars and the different concepts and technologies displayed in these uh, wonderful uh, uh, concept cars, you have probably a very good understanding what future EV cars from the Audi brand could look like and which elements they will probably feature going forward and what's going to happen in the interior space of the car. Mm. And I'm very excited to see what's going to happen with the fourth concept car, which we're going to launch next year, the Active Sphere, which is really a, a car which will most certainly cater for South African demands and likes, because it's a, a, a perfect symbiosis be, between design, on-road and off-road capabilities, huge interior space, and it's going to be electric wow. and autonomously driving. So. Uh, it's going to showcase that all, yeah, and I think that's a fantastic concept for the South African market, most likely. That's pretty amazing. And, you know, because the car is so connected, uh, you're able to continuously innovate, right, and push updates all the time. You know, I, I got a sense and having, you know, a little bit about uh, knowledge about autonomous vehicles, I know there's a lot of stuff that's not... Uh, that remains locked, that you haven't unlocked in this new generation of Audis, because they, they can actually do so much more, uh, but you have to have the other technology in place around it. But I'm pretty sure that this current range is close to autonomous level four uh, in terms of the technology that's built in. So the future is going to be so exciting to see uh, where we're going. But I'm sure you have these conversations with so many people, Sasha, um, about, uh, oh, they come up to you and they say, uh, I want to buy an electric car. What, what do you advise? What, 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 how should I go about it? What, what advice do you give South Africans? Because so many of my friends saw me driving this. They loved it. They want an electric car. Um, and, you know, there's obviously the, the reservations that people have, but this is where the future is. There's no doubt about it. So what advice do you give South Africans who are considering buying an EV in the future? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a very valid question, uh, Aki, uh, and I must say that question is being raised uh, quite uh, frequently with me, uh, also from my, let's say, uh, immediate uh, uh, background and from my friends and, and, and colleagues around here who I, who I meet. Uh, and 
they want to know, okay, but how about this? How about that? What must I consider? And I would say the most important thing, uh, like always, actually, it should be a proper and honest needs and demands analysis. That goes without saying, because if you tell me you're going to drive every day 400 kilometers, I would say, mm, probably not now. Yeah. If you are saying, well, I, I, I use my car like 99% of the people probably do in this country, like uh, commuting every day and I go to the sports club and I go to play golf and I go back home and I do the groceries and so on, then we're talking. And then I would say the most important thing to consider first and foremost is your home uh, setup, your, your charging infrastructure, your uh, uh, electricity uh, and, and techno technology side of the of the of the building, so to speak, at home, to establish what need to be done in order to charge the car at home. Uh, we are definitely helping you uh, with with uh, uh, a service provider to establish that. That is included whenever you buy a car from us. Uh, a, a very trained and skilled person will come and assess at home your individual situation because mm. the situations are very different, and you really cater for that, and you must. Uh, uh, allow for that definitely. Uh, so my piece of advice in this regard would be make sure that your 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 brand and your dealer, whoever you're gonna uh, you're gonna do business with, is having this in place, offering that, and offering a a good quality service with a trained and educated and skilled yes. person to assess the home charging. Uh, I would also say make sure that the car you're interested in comes as a kind of a full package. Uh, with all the services included, not only look at the car, but you need to look and consider what is the warranty side of the car, what is the warranty of the battery, what uh, uh, what is the, 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 the what is the offering like with regard to service maintenance plans, for example, is it included or not? So it's going to be very hassle-free for you once everything is included. I can tell you. Mm, mm. Uh, and if you then consider, if you're charging at home, yeah. And I worked out my electricity bill uh, to come down to free rent something per kilowatt hour. If I were to charge my car at home constantly and, and exclusively, I would save so much money versus the car I'm running at the moment is an ICE engine car. Uh, I mean, you're basically paying only 30% of what, what it costs you to fill up a tank for a um, ICE engine car at the moment. Mm -hmm. So. A charge costs you 300 rent and it's going to carry you for 300, 400, 500 kilometers depending on your driving style. Yes. Uh, compare that with a comparable car in that segment with a diesel or petrol engine. It doesn't really matter. It doesn't make a, a huge difference. You're going to be three times to four times as costly with the current fuel prices. Yeah, you know what? That actually is such a good point you made, you know, because I, I had this conversation with Winston and he says, on average, uh, the, an electric car will cost you around about 30% of what a normal vehicle will cost you, uh, more or less. You know, the, you know, you can go around. You can, you know, it depends how you drive, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But uh, Sasha Sauer, uh, head of Audi South Africa, such a pleasure talking to you, and uh, I'm glad I'm talking to someone who shares the same passion as me uh, with electric vehicles and vehicles in particular. But here's a parting thought, and I bet you've had this conversation. I, I know many people who've bought an electric vehicle, but none of those people have gone back to the vehicle they were driving before. So once you go electric, there's no way going back. I can tell you that. That's, that's how amazing that experience is. And that's the way of the future. Thank you for joining me, Sasha. Thank you very much for giving me the opportunity here and having me on What's Next, Aki. And uh, I share your passion and I can only 
uh, I can only uh, support what you were saying right now, having had the same experience recently. So uh, it's clear for me where the future lies and where it goes to. Well, listen, I look forward to chatting to you in the next few months and next year, perhaps. And we look back to the conversation we had in 2022 and we say, wow, look at the charge stations that have rolled out. Look at how the change in landscape is happening. Uh, because people think that it's such a small percentage of car sales, but there's this EV tsunami that's heading our way. And as you said, by 2026, a company like Audi is only going to be rolling out EVs. That is the future. Thank you for joining me and uh, wishing you well, Sasha. Wishing you well too. Thank you very much. Cheers.